Hey, what's up, everybody? It's your main host, Cassie. Welcome back to Millennials Mindset. We're at season two right now. That I have decided to title Croatia Conversations in a sense where I'm going to have a cohort in every single episode throughout the season. I would love you to be a part of the conversations that we have as millennials, crucial conversations that we have as millennials, and talk about the things that we face in our daily lives. Thank you for sticking around. Stick around to the end of the episode. There are more to come. I love you guys. In this episode, I was lucky enough to have here with me one of my really good friends that I've known for a lot of years now. He's a marketing guru, a data science enthusiast. We talked about a lot of different topics and shared our perspectives in different things. I uh, hope you're going to find it interesting. Thank you. Stick around to the end of the episode. Tell me, who are you? Who do I I have with me right now? Who am I not is the question. Okay, who are (laughs) you not? (laughs) Well, if you're asking about my name, Mm. um, I was convinced uh, 20-something years ago that my name is Eddie, Mm -hmm. and I've managed to live with that. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so I guess you can call me Eddie if you need to call me anything, but I like to think of myself as a... do you think? Do you think if you change your name, it changes something about yourself? Can you? I mean, if, if for those people who change who change their names, that it change a, a thing or two about who they are, because I think name comes with some sort of identity, right? It's like yeah. it's, it's 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 an identity. Yeah, you it's understand? a part of an identity. So, yeah, it's a part of an identity. Do you think like if you change your name, can you take away something about yourself that you had before when you had like a different name? Um, so the funny thing about identity is that mm. every identity that you have, mm. it has um, its own elements. I mean, Kay. outside of you thinking of yourself as me, mm. uh, there is an identity that people assign to you, right? Yeah. Like this, uh, this could be your name, could yeah. be um, your title, yeah. maybe your work at school. Yeah. Even like in your friend circles, you could be the funny friend or <laughs> the, 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 the lit friend and mm. stuff like this. So every identity sort of has uh, expectations and all the different roles that sort of go with it. Yeah. So I think definitely a name as like the essential identity definitely um Some like suppose you were to change your name or mm. even now a lot of people like sometimes mm. uh uh i work in different uh different things different projects yeah. and i might use an alias that's not necessarily my actual name mm. and when that happens you find that for example some people call me andy right so why <laughs> why why do they call you andy well it, it actually it's a funny story how that started it's just that people couldn't pronounce my name Edgar, like my full, full name, name? Yeah. Ah, okay Makes so sense. i i'm still struggling with it i mean i'm still struggling pronouncing <laughs> yeah yeah my you, full you name never you like never call me but my phone yeah, yeah never very few people do that mm. it's only my mom and a couple of other like really really close people who were used to calling it back then yeah yeah i mean it's, it just sounds weird to me like it's just like when you call me by my full name like like you remember then the other day you're talking to mom and yeah. you're like okay you you wanted to say Cassie, but I, I think you clicked like, oh shit I <laughs> and and you know she made a joke about your name what did she say she's like oh kasema <laughs> nasema <laughs> kweli yeah oh my god so yeah so back to what we were talking about mm. so 
I told you they uh, sort of ascribed this name to me, like mm-hmm. Andy. Andy. So Andy's supposed to be this really um, chill guy mm-hmm. who, because even how the name came about, mm-hmm. like the first people that were there when that name came about, it yeah. was basically that process was uh, an attribute already to my uh, identity because they realized that they couldn't pronounce my name right. Mm-hmm. So they kept on calling Eddie as Andy. Even Eddie was a compromise for me because I yeah. really would like people to call me by my full name. Yeah. So the fact that I agreed to do that, we mm. just laughed about it and they started introducing me around as Andy. Are you so serious? Yes. So whenever they introduced <laughs> you, they would like sort of give a a background to you of some sort to yeah. whoever is meeting you for the first time. So like, oh, this is Andy. He's very, very chill. He's very cool. He goes, mm. he's a team player. Mm. So team player in this respect means that mm. Sometimes he might disagree with you, but he's willing to go along with it, yeah. which is very different from my actual personality because I like to address uh, mm. any discrepancies I find. So mm. identity definitely, like names, definitely have uh, a role in uh, your identity. identity and, yeah. yeah. And uh, you know, if you take a look back home, yeah? Yeah. Like, I know th- you have different vibes for if you meet a person called Maureen or, and you meet a person called Majuma. Majuma. <laughs> <laughs> Like, you just know, like, Majuma is going to be some ratchet, like, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> some girl from the streets or something, but, yeah? But f- full disclosure, though, <laughs> Majuma is just, um, it's a common Swahili name yeah. that has been attributed to mm. this uh, Swahili character. But yeah. I have met some pretty cool Majumas in my day. Same here, man. Yeah. But I've never met any Kevin who is chill. As funny as that sounds. Mm. For real, though. Like... All the Kevins that I've either went to elementary school with, mm. secondary school, college, yeah. even here yeah. in my workplace, my students, all the students who have, who has that name Kevin, yeah. they're just crazy. Either they're naughty, but like, like half of them are smart and naughty. But naughty is that character that any Kevin that I've met through my life has need to have. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's because maybe maybe it's, it's just how I look at them. Because of the experiences of the Kevins that I know, you know, you know what I mean. Th- that's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Identity. So sometimes yeah. it's not that Kevin is that way. It's that it's just that you look for that Kevin that you know in every Kevin that you meet. Yeah, yeah. Do you yeah. know what I'm saying? And the I thing about character. people is that we have a little bit of every character. Like, mm. if you're, uh, I'm sure you have your uh, high times and your low times mm. and your chill times and mm. your wild times. Mm. So if someone just looks for the right thing the thing about looking for stuff is that when you look for it hard enough you'll find it you'll find it yeah yeah so i think you're probably just looking for these kevins but it's also possible that the name kevin yeah uh crazy coincidence yeah because people be like oh i've met this really fun guy his name is kevin maybe Mm. i'm gonna i'm gonna name my child kevin Kevin, yeah yeah so i think that's also another (laughs) another reason so if they keep telling you like oh Mm. we named you after this dude his Mm. name was kevin and Mm. he was this and this way Mm. subconsciously you might not even realize that it's happening but Mm. you start kevining up you know (laughs) (laughs) so what happens to um, to guys with like really really strange names like mine i mean like don't get me wrong my non my name sounds cool like to any it does yeah to any foreign <laughs> person like anyone who is not from tanzania or anyone any non-swahili speaker yeah. my name sounds cool like kasema no 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 it is actually cool yeah but like yeah even in swahili i mean the way it sounds i remember mm. i remember this girl tima right yeah yeah, yeah. she used she she actually asked me 
like personal like cassie would like she, she she came at me like cassie yeah would you mind if from from today i would start calling you by your full name i was like sure and like i don't know she's the she was that one person who made me feel like my name is fucking sweet because of the way she would like you know pronounce it yeah pronounce it like every time and she would call me like constantly like you know and it's not like she forgot she would like you know at uh, some point forget like and, and call me cassie no ever since that day she would go kasema 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 you know yeah so why what do you think about the people i mean for example my name mm. yeah yeah it's not like a common name right yeah, yeah what yeah. about a, pe- a person like me like would you be able to like does it carry any personality with me like what type of personality my name is not like a common name that you could like oh you could find like a lot of customers out there <laughs> like you know so for you i guess you could be the pioneer because mm. like I, I just gave you an example here that i introduced you to my mom the other day you had a, mm. a short conversation on the phone mm. and her impression of you is that you're very charming mm. like oh kasema na kusema you know so yeah. this is i'm sure if they were to come across another kasema they'll be like oh i met uh, mm. this person called kasema and mm. he was really talkative very charming yeah, yeah, yeah. so i guess you're pioneering that whatever mm. you are now mm. i'm not sure uh th- let me just digress here can i ask you a question sure. like a quick question mm-hmm. which is will be part of my answer i guess mm. uh what was the origin of your name did you did you ever discuss this with your parents um i actually asked my mom about it i, I don't remember what i don't remember the exact answer that she gave me but mm. i remember asking my my late grandmother my mom's mother mm. and um, i was like hey granny like where where did my name come from you know what i mean Were you were you named by your grandparents? Mm? Were you also named by your grandparents? Uh I was named I was named after my grand my grandfather. Oh. And, and my my mom's mother is the one my, my I mean so my grandfather on my dad's side my dad's dad mm. right? Yeah. Kasema was his name. Oh. But when I asked my mom she didn't know. I don't remember I don't remember she didn't give me like a like a, a specific answer when I asked mom. But when I asked my grandmother, he I mean her mother, she told me like, "Oh, when we went to the funeral of your grandfather, they were mm. crying, you know, mm. in our tribal language, yeah, and yeah, calling yeah. out the name." Uh. And funny fact is my mom was against this name from the get-go. Oh, so how come so she settled in? So what nice really happened is I was over oh, the time that I was born, mm. um, my mom had some she was a little bit sick. Mm. So she stayed back in the hospital for some time. Mm then and they didn't want me to keep on staying at the hospital with her uh. so they took me out there i went to stay with my grandmother so when my mom was like fully recovered she went back home to his husband I mean, my dad right mm. so uh, those few months mm. i like a couple months i i didn't i think years i think two or three years or some oh wow that's yeah, a long I time my, yeah i was like with my grandma so my mom would just pull up and like you know chill with us and like you know yeah and Um she gave me a different name that was Baraka you know the Nyakusa it's just anything related let, related to the Let me let me just mm. I think I speak for everyone mm. when I say I'm so glad that name didn't make it didn't survive <laughs> <laughs> I mean, really the meaning though. the meaning is cool and the all, meaning is cool yeah Baraka actually means um you don't really look blessings, like Baraka yeah. man 
every every baraka i, I know mean, is i mean like, not, like like you but to my mom uh, you know you know yeah, what i mean yeah, yeah, yeah? No, i get yeah, to I her get. yes C- christian mom yeah yeah, yeah. Mm. so she um actually when my son was born he also he was like oh did you did you did you get names for your son yet and yeah. i'm like duh yes like in my mind i was like i googled that shit yeah but uh, you know what she was like oh i have some names here but she, like she pulls out her bible yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what she said really? emmanuel oh i was like mom fuck no <laughs> not that like no I, I don't want no emmanuel or simon or peter none of that like that's just I no don't, i don't know why people still believe that when you give people names from the bible it's going to manifest whatever character that is i mean we've seen thousands of examples mm. you know to the contrary mm. but people still do it but uh, and that's the problem that's the same thing that i'm i'm trying i was trying to tell you about my mom being against my name yeah you know mm. actually um um she was against it because i think she knew that it came from um it's so it used to be someone's name yeah like yeah, yeah. and like she kind of like believes that I would have some sort of characters that that dude had oh. like before like in 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 Christianity they in like in Christian lessons and like in the Bible lessons they teach us that like either should be really careful about what you say to yourself what mm. you think of yourself you understand mm. because mm. what you feel I mean what you think of yourself that's eventually that's going to be a part of what you believe in mm. you understand like it manifests yeah it manifests in you stuff like that so like even your name ca- carries some sort of like i don't know i could say um a bond that links you to the source yeah and this you know goes beyond uh, religion because i i think even in our traditional beliefs like african traditional beliefs mm. they believe that whoever's name you take after you also like embody some of the characteristics that they had like some personality traits and stuff so yeah, yeah. I, I guess i guess um it's really hard cuz at some point i never like met my grandfather like you know met met him mm. to to be able if if he was still alive right now yeah, yeah and i'm like oh that that's my grandfather no i wouldn't know him mm. um but he met me because he saw me and funny fact is he saw me mm. then he passed away oh then my grandmother the time that they came to visit and she came to visit to Jerusalem mm. after she saw me yeah. for the last time when she went back she passed away too like she died as soon as like after the trip of coming to oh i'm going to see my grandson what what are you what are you what do you think that means man i don't about, know man. about you <laughs> <laughs> it feels like i don't know man because first i have i, I have a, I, i have his husband's name <laughs> yeah so you take away his name yeah what, what are you like one of those death eaters in a Yo, harry bro, potter you know, know. <laughs> but yeah it's really funny and i my mom had like really um he had um, um he was not really cool about this me being called this name the name that i have right now mm. and she told me about it when i'm older she was like yeah i was not really cool it just they just had to force it on on you yeah mainly because she wasn't there to like yes yes but i wasn't my, my I, i actually was living in mm. uh, in his my his mom's house like you know mm. I, my uh, i was living with my grandmother i told you right yeah that was his mother i mean her mother mm. but then um i don't know what happened i moved back to our house mm. 
and my mom wasn't wasn't around for some reasons. I don't remember what. Mm. But when she came back, yeah, then I was all Kasema and not Balaka and less of Baraka. Yeah, so they're like Baraka and no reaction. Yeah, yeah, but I was so is, young is, to a point where is my baby broken. <laughs> yeah, I, at, at that moment I was really young uh, to a, to a point where it was not confusing to me. Like you know mm. the drifting, like uh, from my granny's place, yeah. they would they would call me Baraka, but. As soon as I drifted back home, mm. they started calling me Kasema, and I was so young to be uh, like to be. Uh, it, it was not confusing at all. Yeah, you were just happy to be called. Yeah, 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 exactly, <laughs> exactly. So it was not like that confusing, and I think yeah. my dad knew that, and he knew that I was not that uh, that old to be mm. like really confused about a small thing as not on a name or something like that. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it is what it is, man. It's cool though. I mean, like. It, it has been a struggle through the years like you know those moments where like and i've been like go i went to different schools you know yeah yeah so you can imagine like the new I, i'm that new kid in, in every almost all the schools that i've been to yeah like yeah. you know and you were the only new kid like everyone all, all your classmates have known each other for like at least two or three years and yeah. you like just pops in and you, you pop in and like the teacher will ask you, "Oh, we have a new student today. Can you stand up and, and, and I don't know, introduce yourself or something?" Yeah. So it's always that funny moment. Like yeah. I always had that funny moment. Like <laughs> whatever I'm like, like whatever I go to a new school, I'm like, I'm just waiting for that moment where one teacher will be like, "Oh, we have a new student in class. Yeah. Hi, Mister. Could you stand up and introduce yourself?" And I'll be like, "Ah, yeah. oh, again." And it, it it's always the funny moment i was yeah. like you know first at first i would stand up like hello hello everyone hello so my name is i pause for a second i know you, you ain't ready for what's coming like i look at <laughs> everyone's face and like you, you guys are not ready for what's coming and and you know the the funny thing about um the funny thing about mm. uh being the new kid mm. or being the new guy at any in any situation mm. is that you always stand out that means you're always under surveillance people are always looking at you yeah and that has a way of bringing about anxiety mm. which might lead you to do something that is out of character or something that is not really you but mm. and whatever first sort of positive validation that you get yeah and they'll just say oh shit you have really good vibes yeah and you might be curious you're like why do they say that we could even ask mm. And the reason they might give you, mm. you start building upon that, even if it's very different from who you are. Exactly. And this exactly. is how identities are created. Mm-hmm. So that diverges from who you are as a person. So mm. now you also have a different personality. That's why sometimes mm. I used to have different friend groups. I think you remember. Yeah. Like SI and all these other groups. Mm. So whenever there's like an event like Nyamachomo used to have mm-hmm. it, and all your friends are in attendance, mm. it was really hard to sort of have them all in the same place. So you just <laughs> you just end up uh, having to set up different camps and just like be uh, at one one place uh, at a time. For, yeah, exactly, <laughs> one place at a time. And you're always running around, <laughs> not really getting the full range of the experience because exactly. of the same thing. Because every different group, they know you for something different. Different, yeah, exactly. And they wouldn't get. Uh, who you are with other people because mm. that is just not who they know yeah you exactly know? exactly yeah and that's why i think that's like i could like after you saying that it yeah. brings about like something that i always talk about with my girlfriend mm. i always tell her that i think i even told you the other day when we, we took a stroll that, uh, i told you that it's very hard for me for mm. example if i'm just single and i'm out there yeah. for a girl just any other person to just look at me and be and be like, oh that dude is interesting yeah. but like I've always 
met people and became really good friends with people after we like you know uh broken down that wall of like oh oh he's cute oh he's oh you know like un- unless we get to like sit down and talk talk yeah. and have like a full conversation you just just look at me and just you know go about your day you like oh this dude is cool this dude this dude is this and that yeah, yeah. so i've always struggled with that and just i i think that comes about it and i think my name can ca- carries that type of personality where like i don't know i i don't that's the way i carry myself i, yeah. I feel like people wouldn't understand what type of person i am un- unless like they really get to know me yeah a, a very good example is the guys that were uh we were having a party with yesterday oh yeah, yeah we had i told one. you about it like yeah and the first go they just looked at me like you know oh he's he's our friend's boyfriend yeah but they never like you know give me like too too much attention i, I didn't I, it's not like i want attention either yeah, you know yeah, yeah. but it's like you know like we, when you meet someone you're acquainted with a person and like you, you just have a conversation the first time mm. and you meet the person same person the second time and he asks like you, you never met before yeah you know that sends you a message like oh. <laughs> like is there anything wrong with me you know yeah, yeah. but through the course of time they're like uh, then like when they get to like you know get to like you know closer to you and get to see like at least this part of you yeah they get to create some sort of scenario like, oh this is a cool dude yeah, yeah you know exactly. i fucks with him yeah you know exactly yeah yeah so that type of thing man yeah so shit the music is over and we're still talking yeah it was supposed to be 10 minutes no yeah i know it's almost uh, 20 minutes over 20 minutes a little over 20 minutes so what is this was this supposed to be an introduction or what <laughs> yeah <laughs> we don't like writing oh hey, well, one quick question yes. so uh i always have deep conversations with my mom yeah yeah and um most times i, I mean like right now like currently we haven't been talking about this but um it reached a time where like i was comfortable to tell my mom about like things that are going through my life on like not everything i would just like my maybe my relationship side like yeah. who i date like hey mom just broke up with my girlfriend mm. i was like oh what happened like you know it yeah. was like it kind of got uh like no more to like have those sort of conversations with her respect man respect yeah so and you know it just started out of the blue and just one day i was like really really in like um emotional trauma because mm. of like the relationship that I was in at the moment mm. and she happened to call at that exact moment and it's just like I'm like fuck it man uh, I just don't I don't have anyone else to talk about this and I just I just I was just talking to her I was just telling her things my frustration and shit yeah. just because I just wanted I just wanted it out of my system yeah so I, that's how it started and from there onwards she was like oh can I talk to her like you know she would ask me oh, really? and sometimes she would be like um Oh, uh, how are you guys have you guys been? I mean, like, can't you guys? Are you guys spending a lot of money? Like, are you guys like you know trying to like you know make sure that you don't overdo things because you're living together, like, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it came about this conversation whereby she would tell me you should be really careful with the people that you have sex with. Oh, word? because yeah, word, bro. Amen. straight up man straight up like that that came like whatever she talks about that it comes from the religious part of her mm. like you know she always say that you know it ca- i mean when you're having sex with a person um it carries um a different meaning um 
like a I don't know how to say it, spiritual yeah, meaning yeah, into yeah, it. Yeah. yeah, I think I've heard something. Yeah, like so there are always some um, attachments mm. to anyone that you um you share some spiritual attachments with the person that you like involved involved with sexually. You yeah, know what I mean, yeah, and you'd be like, be very careful with who you have sex with mm. because of that because sometimes you might just be having sex with random people and you feel like oh yeah i'm just having fun i'm just being uh, you know i'm just being cool and whatever whatever you think yeah um, by having sex with multiple partners yeah uh but uh, uh, in, in the box out of it it just creates a different like too many attachments with too many uh people spi- spiritually mm. and it can sometimes if you just involve yourself with like some er- with the wrong person it can just take you astray from it can change the way you are spiritually you understand because of the attachment that you had with the person that you had sex with absolutely so do you, tell me what do you think about that hmm. like would you would you would you believe something like that well or, i mean like how do you chew that the thing about um spirituality is that a lot of things it's not something that is uh, super solid right so there is a lot of unknowns so we take a little uh, a little bit of everything with a grain of salt mm. so to speak mm. for me personally uh i don't think it has uh an absolute implication who you um who you have sex with mm. in terms of uh, what you feed off of each other mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying mm. but i do believe that the kind of depth in relationship that you establish with someone for me mm. sex is sex yeah it's a physical act mm. right unless you purposely instill some emotion into it and it's somehow mutual that's when you're able to feed off each other's energies yeah. it's like you go t- out to a club and then you find someone and then you have a one night stand mm. I don't think there's going to be any exchange of anything spiritual because mm. the nature of that relationship is shallow. Yeah. But this is just uh, speculative all this. This is my opinion. Yeah, sure. It's not based off of any uh expert whatever, yeah, you, know, exactly, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. Yeah, so I think safe space, bro. Safe space. <laughs> exactly. So I think uh it's not as absolute as people imagine mm. because uh there is a lot of people who have really good energy about them and these are very sex positive people. Mm always connecting with people mm. simply for uh physical pleasure you know mm, 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 so they treat sex as sex so for me sex is separate from emotions and spirituality mm. although you could meet someone that sort of combines all these elements together mm. and i feel like that is when it gets tricky because yeah. this is like you've opened yourself up not just physically but spiritually as well yeah so whatever you receive mm. uh definitely it's going to have an implication on you in some way or another even just your thoughts mm. the way you would think about this person if it's a one night stand mm. you have a sort of like an unspoken contract where yeah. you're just like hey nice bang thanks yeah sure yeah it's see over. you around if yeah. i see you yeah, yeah, yeah like sure. that mm. but for somebody that you've had uh, a connection deeper than mm. just a physical mm. they're going to occupy your mind in some way and i feel like even that piece that they leave in your mind mm. when you think about them beyond just their body or yeah. what they can do physically mm. that is the part that we need to be more cautious okay. about 
I'm not advocating that people shouldn't have sex. I, I advocate that people should have more sex. Yeah, it's sure. just that be more purposeful. Yeah. What kind of sex you have Having with who? With who? Exactly. Yeah. You know. You know. I think I over exaggerated when, like, first time when I had that conversation with my mom. Yeah. Mm. And um, back then, I remember I was um, in Guangzhou, and I knew. Uh, should I say um, I really hate using the word prostitutes? I can. I. I love. I. I prefer sex workers. Yeah, sex workers. Exactly. Yeah. So I, I, I had friends. Uh, I was friends with like a like a couple sex workers in Guangzhou, and mm. um, most of them happen to be from TZ, right? Yeah. And we, they, they showed me some sort of respect as a brother. Yeah. They treated me as a brother because, in my crew, I was this quiet dude, yeah. chill. I would yeah. only speak once, but whatever I speak. I would just speak some sense, like you know, and they would look at me and like, oh, this this good, this dude is chill. Yeah, it's either chill for them. They were like, oh, this dude is educated, like you know, <laughs> like you know what I mean. Yeah, but yeah. I, I, it's not like I'm that type of person. That's what they used to see me. I mean, that's the source of their their respect towards me. Yeah, and the fact that I never like judge them. I I like to think of myself as a good listener, mm. and you are. Yeah, I'll be the there just listening. They'll be blapping whatever they want to blap and be like, oh yeah, word. And mm. I wouldn't judge or like I don't know, put my opinions in what they um what I'm receiving from them. Yeah. I'll just hear them out and like try my best to like you know in any input I want to um to add into whatever I've heard, I've got from them. Yeah. I'll be really careful not to be to sound or to come off as judgmental or any sort of like you know um I don't know. Um, negative stuff like Absolutely. you know Absolutely. so they they, uh, they respected me for that and to a point where sometimes they would ask me about business ideas and mm. like you know how to run their businesses because most of them were, most of them they, they were actually like business women and stuff yeah, yeah, yeah and we would have a lot of conversations and talk and talk to tell me the stories of their lives and uh, that time I mean over over some time of like uh, over uh, like a long time spending with them mm. I got to. That's the part where I'm saying that I I over exaggerated for the conversation I had with my mom. Yeah. Yeah. That they they like it's like psychologically they're like they have like a stain in their psychology mm. because uh, based on the nature of what they do. Yeah, yeah. You There's know what I mean. From the society. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like um, there's something different. I don't want to say something weird because. I mean, weird is cool. Yeah. Weird is a new cool. Yeah. So uh, it's something different, mm. something that's not um, usual mm. to like mass of the people, like the general public, like you know, yeah, yeah. something different, something new. Like you feel like there's something different about them, and I started feeling like this is caused uh, by the nature. It's called. It's it's coming from the nature of what they do. Mm. You know, and I'm like, oh shit, mom is what mom's told me. It's like kind of like it feels real right now because yeah. I, I can see it in them because that's what they do. Yeah, Basically, absolutely. you know, they have sex with multiple partners and like uh, they might have um, sexual intercourse with like three, four guys in one day. Mm. So if even more sometimes, yeah, even more sometimes. On so a, on a good business, day. yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so in a minimum, you could say three guys a night, like right. Sure, three guys sure. a day, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So a week, how many? Three times seven is like 21. 20, 21 guys, 20, 21 different people in, in, in 
like in a week. Exactly. And that number ex- escalates, <laughs> if, like in good business days, as yeah. you say, you know. Now imagine somebody who's done that for like 10 years. Mm, yeah. Yeah. You know, so, and most of them have been like doing that for years, you know. Of course. And it's not like they, they and like the part where I used to talk to them and they used to tell me things, they would tell me, the places that they've been through oh, i was in india for like five years then i went to malaysia for like three years and that's what they used to do i went to dubai and then I, w- I came here to china I, uh, a lot yeah. of my friends were like moving to china and they told me about the opportunities yeah. because you know how china how potential china is mm. because it's um if you're in dubai and if you're like a sex worker mm. um there's nothing else you can do like you just do that you know but here in china you could you could like do that and also do business business, you know so that's what attracted them to china so yeah i mean that's 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 the part where i over exaggerated what do you think about that do you think it was i was i really over exaggerating or you think there's something in there Uh, maybe okay maybe there's something but that's not based on what my mom told me yeah yeah you think so I, i wouldn't say you exaggerated but I also wouldn't say you didn't exaggerate because, mm. by the way, for the record, mm. let's acknowledge sex work as for real, for the real, for oldest real profession. Yeah, man. They say it's the oldest profession. Oh, know? yeah, yeah, sure. Because, you know, they did an experiment once, like even monkeys understand the idea of prostitution. They did an experiment where these monkeys were given, was it bananas? And yeah. then after some time, mm. some monkeys started giving other monkeys bananas just to have sex with them. Oh, wow. Do you know what I'm saying? So mm. it's one of those... Uh, it's a very complicated uh, type of line of work. Mm, mm, and mm. I think all the stigma that's attached to it mm. has like a very huge religious element mm, to mm, it. Yeah. But uh, I think it's one of the most natural sort of lines of work out there. Yeah, sure. <laughs> because we're one of the few species on Earth who are able to uh, have sex not for th- reproductive purposes. Mm, 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 mm. That being said... Mm. I think I've met uh, several, not many, mm. just several sex workers that I've known personally, mm. and they're very cool people. Yeah, sure. And I think for some of those who are more self-aware, they've managed to create a very solid uh, boundary between their work and mm. their personal life. Okay. And that's necessary. Okay. See what I'm saying? It's kind of like how you are a different person at work mm. that you are at home. Yeah, sure. And some people go so far as not to interact socially with any of their co-workers yeah sure Mm. even if they meet it's just like hello hello and then that's it Mm, mm, mm. so i feel like it's a case-by-case scenario like it depends on the person yeah because obviously when you do that for a long time you see how it can affect your personal life yeah and when you create a a healthy boundary between the two Mm. like i said sex is just sex yeah sure okay Mm. As it is, it's just sex. It just gets more complicated when we attach more uh, attributes to it. When you like a person, sex is different. It's no longer just sex. Sex is an expression of your, a physical expression of your affection for this person. Yeah. Uh, if you, uh, somebody does something nice for you, have sex with them, it's an appreciation thing. Yeah. And that's like low-key prostitution because you like yeah, yeah, s- you exchange sure. favors for sex <laughs> <laughs> on some level, but we don't like to say that because yeah. you know prostitution has what a it stigma. Is, though. Yeah, exactly. Mm. So I think I personally think I, I personally disagree that mm. 
having sex because imagine a prostitute who's been doing it for 20 years yeah what kind it's of person would they be man. if they took uh energies of everybody they've slept with yeah man yeah so th- th- they probably slept with a small town yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah if you put them all together yeah shit. in one village they it, it, could, it could even be a city <laughs> you know it's a lot of people so yeah there would be like a a weird mutation of a person but mm. so i don't believe that I, i feel like even when boundary or no boundary mm. i think it's the intention and especially for sex workers mm. they're very desensitized to mm. emotions and stuff yeah even when because i used to ask like do you find some of your clients attractive mm. and then they're like probably yeah and it, it helps like there's a funny part i'll yeah. tell you something that I, uh, my 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 friends used to tell me yeah yeah i'll tell you just finish first yeah, yeah. so they're like it, it does make the job a bit easier that part of the job a bit easier when someone is attractive but it's mm. not really a core uh of what they do yeah. yeah yeah so they're like we're there for money mm. this is a business yeah. it has to go it's kind of like making a business deal mm. with someone who is attractive it doesn't really affect any of the financial aspects oh. which is why you're there yeah sure so it's just like they're just a person it's mm. just their signature that you need on the paper their mm. attractiveness has nothing to do with anything mm. so um i personally i don't believe so mm. although people for people who believe it mm. i think it's just another way of society trying to reinforce that yeah people should have less sex. I yeah. don't I, I don't know why the society is so against people having, having sex, sex and man, enjoying yeah. sex, yeah. but I think in this age where uh the younger generations and even some of the people from older generations mm-hmm. who are sexually repressed are more uh embracing uh sex more in a positive light, mm. becoming more sex positive. I feel like it's time we debunk some of these myths and just like mm. live our lives and experience things that mm capabilities that we were blessed with uh, yeah. to their fullest so uh i don't think there's anything there mm-hmm. and as for whether you're exaggerated or not mm. i can't speak to it absolutely but mm. i think uh maybe it's a little far fetched yeah in a way i feel like it's just another way for prudes to shame people who enjoy yeah. uh freedom like physical expression of yeah you know cuz for some people sex is the way that they can express themselves exactly exactly uh, i've i've had many friends who tell me like oh i've met a person i like mm. they're dull in every other aspect but mm. when we have sex it's like a poem you know yeah that's when they're like truly alive yeah sure so you have people like that who are more physically expressive it's kind of like an art for in some way <laughs> <laughs> it's an art bro i feel like we should look into it it's a whole new branch of art yeah uh because actually what what really makes art art is the artist they they that's the w- the, the way that the artists express themselves yeah exactly the the feelings the fears their past exactly. whatever yeah exactly so if there's some people out there who could who can use sex yeah, as probably their way me, of khalifa when she's performing probably that's her way of you know being artistic and i think yeah. and this is another thing people watch porn right mm-hmm. we all do but mm. when you're like oh who's your favorite porn star mm. because of that shame they're like oh mm. i don't really care about the names yeah but i feel like we should acknowledge these people because yeah. that's a whole branch of entertainment as yeah. well it, it all goes back to sex positivity if you enjoy mm. a performance why not support it by at least knowing the person's name and acknowledging them in conversations i mean it's not obligatory but yeah. it's just courteous you know it's kind of like uh appreciate them hey appreciate yeah, yeah 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 so and and uh, to to get some th- i mean to get some things straight about what i just you know asked you yeah oh i mean where they were, i was uh, exaggerating about uh, 
whole scenario that I just told you. Yeah. Um, even though I I kind of like that was like a confirmation for me, like oh yeah, this might be true. Yeah. Because looking around the people that they they they're around me at the moment, mm. and as I told you, they're all sex workers and stuff. Yeah. Um, one point that you say it is um, you should be able to um, like you know um, split between your professional side and your you know personal yeah, side, you know. So I think that's the key. But the funny fact, what really, uh, what really, uh, um, uh, what really stuck on me is I never, it never, I, I never changed the way I feel about them as a pe- as a uh, as a people. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, mm. um, I've always treated everyone with respect. You respect me, I respect you. Period. Yeah. Like yeah. you know, yeah. you show me love, I show you love. That's exactly. it. Like it doesn't matter what you do because I know as a person, I've done things that I'll tell you. You weren't uh, uh, things that I'll tell you as a friend. You would understand, but yeah. I know if I tell someone, that person who don't really know me like that, yeah. wouldn't find reason to even start to understand. Like, why did this guy? do this certain thing you know yeah exactly yeah so like i've always like respected anyone uh, especially old people with uh, that are being judged because of what they do for a living or what they do to survive or mm. what they do as a profession you understand absolutely so the funny part that i wanted to tell you is when you're talking about if they're interested with uh s- at some point they're interested with their clients yeah. so some of the girls used to tell me sometimes you might meet a guy who is like really good uh-huh. so for example uh, the client would pay maybe uh, at that at that time they would charge like two hundred dollars oh, or really? yeah, 150 to two hundred dollars i should look into sex work yeah man yo they're crazy nuts rich man like for real like they would make like um um for the sake of china they would make like i don't know three to four k a day wow yeah and if they get like you know like really rich clients they would make even more than that are you serious because mind you those people they, they can't rent, a, rent apartments yeah, yeah because yeah. they don't have like school they don't have like uh, they, they don't have like re- residential permits and stuff they uh, mostly have like business visas and stuff so they can only stay like in, in hotels. hotels so how wow. do they afford to pay hotels every single day wow. and if you if you have like mind you they they come here for that so they're like in a year like may 12 months of the year of the whole year like maybe just maybe per se seven months is they're in, they're in china and yeah. the rest of them the month they're like back home you know for occasions or vacations or whatever yeah you know so if you have those uh, if you travel like often even the consulate they give you even more time you know so, yeah, yeah, exactly. so most of the times they would have like one year visa and stuff so you know what i mean so uh, if they would stay in one trip they would stay for like three four months and then they exit and come back yeah they exit every month you know oh. so but still all the time that they're here they have to stay in the hotels wow. how do they pay for that how do they pay for their i don't know um i don't know I mean, what they wear and dresses and whatever. I guess that's the beauty of their business. Right? Yeah, man. You're you're the capital. You're like yeah. <laughs> you're you're like a mobile capital. Mm-hmm, Wherever mm-hmm. you go, you're working. You're working, yeah. yeah. So the funny fact is, um, they so for example, I I asked one like 
like if you meet like um, a really cool client you what would you do so if you the uh, episode, if the so client pay, paid like maybe thank you for sticking um, around for really to uh, have for you a here. session of maybe uh, i don't know two hours more episodes and that would be like soon. maybe two hundred two fifty dollars right and so here and we say, no. Guessy, see you next time. So they like, like, time. like, oh, I'll definitely <laughs> give her like, I'll, I'll definitely give my client more time, like you know, just just because it's like he's, yeah. like he knows what he's doing, like oh. you know what I mean. Oh, okay. Yeah, man, that that shit used to be so funny, like. No, but, but that's really smart, you know. I was expecting when you started talking about this, I expected you to say like, oh, I would let them not pay, like I wouldn't charge them, but to give them more time is definitely like a good way yeah. of. Uh, maximizing what's already like not yeah. diminishing the income but mm. just like giving some little added value yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Geza, as yeah. Say. 